So we come to this first full morning of the retreat. Actually, at this point, well into the first morning of the retreat. And I hope you find yourself settling into the silence. And if nothing else, enjoying it. What a gift to have this time of quiet. There's a teaching from Ajahn Buddhadasa that I've always liked. He says, there's nothing to do and there's nowhere to go and there's no one that you have to be. Isn't that great? You don't have to be anybody in particular today. Just being present, giving attention to the process that calls itself you. So in these beginning days, it's really useful to keep our attention gathered on the body. And in particular, to focus on breathing. The breath is always with us until it isn't. It's consistent, it's easy. It's a good idea to find ways to do this practice that are relatively simple. So we let our attention rest on the breath. And as I said last night, it's not that other things aren't going to be happening. There will be sounds probably, and there may be things going on in your mind and heart but for the most part, let them be in the background. We all know how to do that. We all know how to bring our attention specifically to something that we're doing and let other things be in the background. This isn't any different. So letting your attention rest on the breath. And rest is really important. So don't clutch at the breath. Don't grab at the breath. Don't pounce on it. Just let yourself relax into the awareness of breathing. There are, for most people, places where it's easiest to follow the breath. Some people prefer the sensations in the nostrils. Some people prefer the rising and falling of the chest or the belly. Some people actually prefer the awareness of the whole body breathing. And again, to find the place that is easy for you, that works for you. and resting there 
following the in-breath from its beginning through the middle to the end of the in-breath. There might be a pause at that point. And then the out-breath. softening into each breath. Very quickly it can become apparent that it's not so easy for the mind to stay with the breathing and we wake up to find out that we've gone off and planning or daydreaming spaced out so when that happens when you wake up it really helps to just be glad that you're awake it does not help to scold yourself to beat yourself up for doing it and then pick up the attention and bring it back to the breathing. And again, staying there, relaxing, resting with the breathing. And again, when you go off, you wake up, you come back. Learning to come back is one of the most important learnings in our meditation practice. It may be as we're sitting that there are some strong events that really push their way into the forefront. There might be something in the body, some pain or difficulty. It might be something in the heart and mind. And for today, simply bring the breath to that. Breathe into the difficulty in your body. Bring the breath to the difficulty in the mind and the heart. Just be with it, breathing with it, until you can focus just on the breath itself. Some people find that a simple practice of noting can be helpful as we give our attention to our experience. Using to place the mind directly in the experience. You might note simply breathing in 
and breathing out. Or you might note the rising and falling of the chest, rising and then falling. Or the same with the belly. Or the expanding and contracting of the whole body. If you use the noting, keep it really quiet and in the background. It's just a support. It has been helpful for me sometimes to consider with each breath that this is the only time in all of space and time that this breath will be here, this particular breath. So letting yourself be interested, what kind of breath are you getting this time? Is it a long breath or a short breath, deep or shallow? See if you can meet the breath with friendliness and curiosity. And let it be exactly the way it wants to be. There's no need to control your breathing in this practice. Breathing in, aware of the many sensations of breathing in. Breathing out, different sensations. Relaxing into each breath. Resting your attention on it. And every time you wander off, when you wake up, come back. Begin again.
Notice where you are now. If you've wandered off, thinking, planning, daydreaming, bring the attention back. Come back to the breath. Let go of everything that has happened up until now. And begin again. Staying primarily with the sitting, breathing body. So again, for now, as other events in the body happen to become strong, if there's some ache or stress or pain, bring the breath to that point. Breathe into it. So you're not pushing it away, simply allowing it to be there with the breath. One breath at a time.
Sometimes as we're giving our attention to breathing, it can be helpful to bring the attention down from the head. All too often, we are observing in our heads. See if you can move your attention down into the heart center. The heart is quite capable of knowing and attending. Don't make it be complicated. Don't fuss about it if it doesn't seem like it works for you. But it can be helpful as a way of further grounding in the body. Giving our attention from the heart being aware of the breathing, breathing in, breathing out, rising, falling.
There's a poem I often bring to the retreat world by John O'Donohoe. He says, I would love to live like a river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. I would love to live like a river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. As we sit, being with the breath, can we allow the breath to unfold itself as it will? Long, short, deep, shallow, comfortable or not. Other things will unfold, events in the body, in the mind, in the heart. And we allow them simply bringing the breath to those events. Taking the time to live with that unfolding one breath at a time. And when our attention goes away, bringing it back over and over again.
So perhaps a couple of things to say about a first day of retreat. It's a really good day to stay in your body, to practice primarily with the breath as the body surfaces in one way or another, certainly to include it, like I said, to bring the breath to whatever is happening. The other thing to say is um, the first day of the retreat is often one of the most difficult. Some of you come to this retreat out of another retreat, so that may not be so true for those of you who are doing that. But the body isn't used to sitting still this much. And often there's a fair amount of restlessness or sleepiness it's, it's on the map. It's not because you're doing it wrong. It happens to everyone. And it doesn't matter how many retreats you've sat, it's still tough on the first day. So as that happens, um, to work with it. And certainly for um, sleepiness, um, you can, there are several things you can do. You can sit with your eyes open either down towards the floor or raise them up some distance. You can not let the breath do what it wants to and take in some really good deep breaths, making sure you are bringing lots of oxygen into every cell of your body. You can stand up and do your practice standing. And it's lovely in a way that you're each in your own space. You don't have to trouble yourself with some of the things that we often do. Oh, I don't want to stand up. Everybody will see me standing up. That's a terrible thing. It's a great thing to do. And I loved learning many years ago that there are some monasteries in Thailand where the practice is primarily standing and not sitting down. So use the standing to um, bring in every you know bit of energy that you can. And then when things calm down again, you can sit down again. Be really kind to yourself today. This is, as I say, it's not the easiest day of the retreat. So are there any questions about the instructions? We have one question that came in about something else. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, but are there any, is there any lack of clarity about um, the sitting practice? And then in a few minutes, we'll talk about the walking practice. So if you would use the mechanical um, thing and raise your hand, I think that will bring you up to the top of my screen. 
And JD or Bob, if you see somebody, you can let me know. Everybody clear? It's great. We have a, a tribe of expert sitters with us this weekend. Okay, if not, I think what I'll do is um, talk about the question that came in because it's it's a particular question about a particular situation. And at the same time, it probably has some application to all of you. And this is someone on the retreat whose young grandson is coming to visit, always comes to visit on Friday nights, what to do. And maybe the first thing to say is what not to do is to get all fussed about it because I have four grandsons, I think they're great. And um, so having a chance to be with them is pretty amazing. Um, so to some extent, you may have to adjust your retreat to include the grandson or whatever else is happening in your life. If it's not a grandson, there may be something else that comes up for some of the rest of you. I also would suggest that um, he, he might think it's pretty interesting that you're doing what you're doing. And it's probably good for him to understand that sometimes people sit and get quiet. So you can um, try to find a balance between giving over to him completely and also allowing him to see that you have a practice he might even want to try meditating with you. I have a very happy memory. I was thinking about it after I saw this question with one of my grandsons who just did not believe that he could be silent for even five minutes. <laughs> so we had a challenge and he got to meditate and follow his breath and he figured out that he could do it. It wasn't easy, but he could do it. So um let yourselves, please let yourselves be flexible around the realities of your practice at home, whatever that may be. One suggestion that was made often, if we are, of course, those of you who are old IRC hands know this very well, there's always work practice. There's the time in the morning when everybody does a little bit of cleaning and everybody has a job. And part of the intention of that is to learn how to bring your awareness into your everyday life. And so the, we were talking about it before the sitting in the teacher group and wanted to suggest that you can find some meditative work in your own home, some chore that you do maybe every day, the, the dishes or you know tidying up or whatever, and make that your work practice. Bring some... Um, bring some very clear intention to it. So it's not just, oh, it's time to do the dishes and you do them sort of not thinking about it, but this is a particular meditation period in your day. 
that you have the 15 or 20 minutes to do the dishes or clean up or make your bed or whatever it is that you're doing. So each of you can find your own work meditation. We obviously can't assign them in this case, um, but we really encourage you to do it as part of your practice. And then the other thing to say is um, we aren't having practice discussions today. They will start tomorrow. It, we're not sure that everybody has signed up. There are a few spaces left in a couple of JD's groups. So if you have not signed up, please do so. And, um, and if you're not going to do a practice group for any reason, please let us know. That way we're, we're aware that you're okay. So, but we really invite you to um, come to those groups. And, you know, I often tell people, I love having those groups because then I get to know who's out there. And I've been doing this for a long time now, but I still, at the beginning of a retreat, I look out at a group and go, oh, they don't like me. I'm a terrible teacher. And then we have these conversations and I hear about practice and it's very sweet. And it's like, oh, okay, this is good. I'm happy, I'm with friends. So please come and be friends with us and we'll talk about practice. It's a very, very good thing to do. So lastly, I wanna say something about walking practice. I don't know how much has already been said because I wasn't here this morning, um, but we are now going to have another period of walking and of course, the retreat is set up with periods of alternating sitting and walking. As I said yesterday, if you're at all walking challenged, um, please arrange your movement time in such a way that um, it works for you. And if at least at one point or another in the day, if you want to do some other kind of mindful movement like yoga or qigong or something of that sort if you have that kind of practice feel free to do that but the walking itself is actually really really important it balances the energy if you just sit the body after a while it's not so useful and so to meditate while walking one of the postures that the buddha gives us is a way of working with the energy of the body differently. It's every bit as important as sitting practice. It's so easy to sort of make it secondary in our own minds, but it's not. One of the things about walking is that um, when we walk, you actually have your whole body to give your attention to as it moves through space. And so that's a, it's a very big object to rest your attention on. And it's a little easier sometimes than the breath. The breath can get kind of subtle. And so giving your attention to your walking, and then of course coming back every time you wander off is a very useful way to practice. So find a place either inside your home or outside where you can walk back and forth. Doesn't have to be very long. 
20, 25 feet is plenty. And less than that will work if you're inside and you have a room that is smaller. And find yourself your starting place and then stand there and notice standing. Notice the weight on your feet. Notice your body stacked up over your feet all the way up to your head. And then when you're ready, take a step. Often we suggest that this be quite slow, that you lift the foot and move it forward and then place it, noticing the sensations of the foot as you place it. And then shifting the weight slowly, slowly and lifting up the other foot, moving it forward and placing it. I find that it's really helpful with walking to think of it a little bit, you have, it's like you have gears. Well, we used to have gears in a car. I guess we don't anymore. But you, we know that you can go slowly or you can go medium fast or you can go really fast. And the same is true in our walking. So if you're kind of sluggish today at some point, you might want to do a period of fairly fast, brisk walking back and forth, step, 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 step. When you get to the end of your lap, you're going to turn, noticing the turning, and then back, step, 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 step. You can go medium pace, lifting, placing, lifting, placing, or you can go very, very slowly, noticing all the tiny sensations that happen in the feet and the legs. There's nothing particular you have to do with your hands except find a place to keep them so that, again, they're comfortable and not distracting. And for the most part, you can do this with your eyes open. It can be interesting to do it with your eyes closed. And if you have a place where you can run your hand along a bookshelf or a wall, uh, play with it if you'd like, because that focuses the awareness a bit more just on the sensations of the body. And again, at each end of your lap, stop, make sure you're there, then turn and then come back the other way. And if at any point you suddenly realize that you're mm, planning something for next week instead of walking here, stop again, bring yourself back and then continue. So are there any questions about the walking practice itself? Are we good? Looks like we are. So maybe I'll bring you that poem one more time because I think it's such a good retreat poem, you know, about being carried by the surprise of your own unfolding. So who knows what will unfold in this retreat? You don't know. And it's not necessary for you to know. What's great is you might get surprised. So here it is again. I would love to live like a river flows, carried by the surprise of its own unfolding. So may your day go peacefully and unfold well. We have 45 minutes for walking now, and then we'll be back in here for another sitting. Thank you.